We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Well, Vince, let's just jump into rapid fire. What do you think? Let's go, baby. Because there's, right. there's some stuff we were holding out on because we were going to hit it in rapid fire. So Yes, exactly. We've got yeah. a Chi-Town question. We've got another question that uh, we're definitely going to hit in rapid fire. So on a scale of 1 to 10, yep. how much do you think Logan Diggs actually benefits by transferring? 1, because that's the <laughs> lowest I can go because it's 1 to 10. I, I don't. I know that he's going to benefit mentally from not being in Notre Dame because I just don't think he ever felt comfortable here at Notre Dame. So I think he'll benefit mentally from a football standpoint. I just don't see it. He he was over a thousand yards of all purpose yards last year in a one, a one B situation with Audric Estime. It was going to be the very same situation this year. He's going to be over a thousand yards again. Great opportunity to then enter the NFL draft on a team that wins 10, 11, 12 games, whatever. He has over a 1,000 yards. He's a big part of that offense, which could be a record-setting offense at Notre Dame. I'm not saying record-setting in the NCAA, but record-setting at Notre Dame. It could be. To go where? To do what? Like, you're not going to get I – mean, are you going to get more carries someplace else? I think that's detri- detrimental to him down the too. line because – we all know that running backs, you have X amount of carries in your legs, whatever that number is, right? Your your guy down in uh, in Cowboys land, I think, is a great example of that, right? Zeke Elliott. Zeke yeah. Elliott. You've got X amount of carries. You going to use them up in college, or do you want to use them up in the NFL? Yep. I, I just don't think this is a great move for him. I don't. I don't either, because making this move – has to be with an eye on what's going to happen in the NFL draft. And I, I, I'm sorry, Logan Diggs is a nice college running back. I think, you know, he'll be, he should be a guy who's going to be on a roster in the NFL, but I don't see him turning into a first round draft pick, you know, whether he goes to, you know, LSU or, you know, a high profile program or, or a smaller program where maybe he gets more carries. I just don't see it. And, I completely agree with what you just said about the carries. Like it's actually more beneficial to him to be splitting carries with Audric Estime or whoever else here 
at Notre Dame because scouts can still see your talent, whether you're splitting talent or carries or not. Like think about that Georgia backfield a couple of years back with, with Chubb and, and um, uh, I can't think of the the other guy's name now. Sony Michelle. Michelle. Yeah. Yep. So that's, that's exactly, I was about to say the guy who ended up with the Rams and was the, the Patriots and all that. Yeah. Like, when they were there, look at them. They're both in the NFL, you know, and I just don't see, I think for this to truly pay off the way Logan Diggs thinks it's going to pay off, he's going to have to be a first or second round guy. And I just don't see that happening. I don't you know? either. I don't either. And he, he wants more carries. I just don't see that being beneficial to him. You know, I just, I think that's going to wear on him. I think it's, you know, bigger chance to get hurt. I don't see it. I don't see it. I don't either. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. I had this on the list and Chi town asked almost the exact same question in the chat earlier. And we had it start up. Notre Dame currently has three open scholarships. So what positions are you filling with those three scholarships? And we have other people asking specifically, like, I think there was another question that just popped in, you know, are they looking for a running back in the transfer portal? So what do you think about this? Vince? I would say, Safety, obviously. I mean, that, that's a, that's a no-brainer. That we is number one. On that. Yeah. And I would even, like, if there's two, like, I might even get two, to be honest with you. Um, After that, I think is where it gets very interesting. 
we talked about this a while back uh, when when we first talked about Buckner transferring. It would have to meet some very specific criteria to waste one on a quarterback. Yeah. But I think I would, that is a, that's one I would explore. Uh, you know, a graduate who has two years of eligibility left. Somebody that may be able to be the, you know, because I do think that they need to get one next year for sure for 24. So maybe you get that guy this year. He has a, a year to learn, a year to be that backup, and then he takes over next year, and then he's the bridge to either Kenny Minchie or CJ Carr. I think that's an absolute possibility. So if you can find a guy, like I said, he needs to check some very specific boxes because you're not coming in to challenge, uh, I mean, uh, Sam Hartman. You're, you're not. He's the starter. And the guy that comes in would need to understand that, right? Yeah. So he would have to check some very specific boxes. The other one uh, I wrote down was, you know, if a, if a top-notch tight end, maybe, just to kind of strengthen that room a little bit, just because of all the injuries. I think there's a ton of talent there. But just, yeah. just another It's amazing body. how much these backup guys have been hurt behind yes. Michael Mayer the last couple of years. Yes, a ton. A ton. Um, so I, I maybe tight end. And then, and look, if you can find – this will never happen because these guys don't hit the portal. You, you can find like a 350-pound nose tackle who just can eat up some space, you know, that kind of thing. I was thinking thing. about that as well. Like so You go that would, route. Would you want a nose? Yeah. But those guys just don't show up in the portal. Like, that's just not really a thing. Um, but those are the ones that I wrote down. Uh, Michael Johnson says, safety kicker and a tight end. They have a kicker coming in. Yeah, I was going to say, rem- I saw that. Remember, they've got a kicker coming yeah. in this summer. So and a punter as well. So, yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, I agree with what you said. I, I think we all know that it, it needs to be safety. It's a matter of how many safeties are you taking? Are you right. just taking one? Or are you taking two? You know, do you want a little bit more depth? Probably couldn't go couldn't go wrong. Although they can obviously create some depth just by moving a guy or two if that's what they want to do. And that's that's kind of you know, because then you know you you do have to start looking the more guys you bring in. You know, then you've got guys on your roster already. You know, what are those opportunities right. going to look like? Are you going to upset the apple cart in those? Guys? You definitely have sure. to do what's going to be best for your team. Like, ideally, you'd like another running back, but I just can't see being able to bring it like to bring a guy in who's really going to really compete for time. You know, like if if you felt like Jadarian Price. Like if, if you felt like, man, this is really going to be questionable if he's going to be healthy in time and that kind of stuff, yeah. then you probably look at that sure. a little sure. bit closer. Um, but if you think everybody's receiver, healthy, if you think right. everybody's healthy in that running back room, you're not bringing anybody else in. Right. Wide receivers an intriguing one, because again, it's, it's just like a body's thing at this point. And maybe would you want a little bit more experience, but it just seems like there's, there's, so much good stuff going on in that receiver room that I don't think I'd want to add another one this year, especially since you're bringing in another freshman this summer. So I, I agree, like safety quarterback, the top two, and then they're just like, it's a matter of maybe who who the available guy is at some of those other positions that you want to right. address. But yeah, nose, tight end, receiver, running back, those are all potentials, but I think it depends on who yeah. they are. You know. Yes, and that's a big one because, like, wide receiver, for example, they've got nine, right? And I think ideally you want ten, 
So is that a possibility? But they're recruiting. They've got three commitments in the 24 class. Yeah. And you're losing no one from the wide receiver room, except I, I take it back. You, you're you're going to lose um, uh, Chris Tyree. You lose him, right? And he's one of the nine, but you're gaining three. So then you're going to be at 11 if you don't bring anybody in, right? So I think you have to be careful. Is it just a one-year rental? Is he somebody that's actually going to push for playing time with the way that these true freshmen are playing? It's going to have to be the right fit. Otherwise, nine, you're fine with nine. You're mm-hmm. fine with nine. So I think that would be interesting. It had to be somebody. Because, I mean, look, let's be honest. Caleb Smith isn't going to play at Notre Dame because he was getting passed up. Like, I don't think he was going to get a lot of playing time. I think that's yeah. one of the reasons he hung it up. I'm sure there's actual injury issues and all of that. I'm sure. But you don't think Notre Dame took a look at his medicals before he came to campus? Like, he was getting passed up. I agree. Up. Yeah, I agree. You know? I think the writing was on the wall. Right. So Tommy wants to know, he was asking earlier about, you remember when we were having a contest to try I to do. figure out the name of the Friday show and yep. someone was donating a, a, a picture and all that stuff. So he wants to know what happened, Vince. Do you know, I'm curious. Do you know the story of this? I don't. I don't, I don't have a clue. I don't know the story. I think it kind of died with the fact that we couldn't come to a consensus on a different (laughs) name than what we have. And so I don't think that we ever got that painting from anyone that I know of anyway. Yeah, I thought. Because a guy was going to donate it. Didn't Jesse have it in his possession? I don't think so. No? I'll have to ask him. But yeah, I don't. I mean, I I never did. Yeah. I know I never had it. So I I don't know. I don't know, man. I think we just screwed you guys. I think that's really what happened. I think we, we, yeah, we didn't follow through. Mm-hmm. So the college football playoff has released the schedules for the first two 12 team expanded playoffs in 2024 and 2025. So here's how it's going to work in the first round. One game will be played on campus sites. This is next year on December 20th. And then three games will be played the following day. That's the first round. And they're all on campus sites. So you've got one game yep. the first day, three games the next day. The quarterfinals are going to be the same thing. New Year's Eve, there'll be one game. And then on New Year's Day, there'll be a triple header. Three college football playoff games in the quarterfinals. Semifinals are Thursday, January 9th, and the national championship game will be on a Monday, January 20th. So it's going to extend all the way to January 20th for the national championship. But let me ask you, in 2025 is going to be the same thing. You know, the dates will be a little bit different, obviously. Right. Those first, but very first and first round and quarter. Yeah. But the then, same distance and all that. Exactly. Stuff. Exactly. Right. The triple header quarterfinals, triple header on New Year's Day. So what do you think about having three games, three playoff games, New Year's Day, as opposed to spreading out these big bowls like they have done, you know, with the orange and the cotton and the, you know, like, non-playoff but new year six what do you think about him playing these triple headers on new year's day like this freaking love it thank we're, we're back to new year's day and it matters old school baby yeah i love it i i i absolutely love it i love the fact that there's going to be games before christmas that i give a crap about uh i think that's awesome to be honest with you because there's that lull from the end of the season you know you always kind of have like the army navy game <laughs> okay 
you've got not a whole lot after Thanksgiving, right? I mean, I guess the week after Thanksgiving is the, the conference championships. So that's a good weekend. But from that point until New Year's, you got nothing. Really, you got, you know, if you follow a small school, okay, awesome, great, but you really got nothing. Games that matter on the 20th and the 21st, uh, yeah, yes, please, love Bring it that. on, baby. I, like, I, I, can't I love believe it. I'm looking, I'm seeing some of the comments in the chat. People are hating this whole thing. Like, really? What's, I don't oh, I understand no. what's to hate about this. It's football games that matter yes. rather than a bunch of meaningless games, and especially on New Year's Day. Like, I just remember back. You know, like college and, and around that time, and even before that, you know, back into high school, it's like, you know, like New Year's Day was just chock full from the time you woke up until the yes. time you went to bed at night, the Orange Bowl and the Rose Bowl, you know, like the whole thing. Yes. It's like, give it to me. Bring on, bring on game. And like, that's what I didn't like about the, the way they had set up these New Year's Six. It's like, okay, you know, you play all these games and then you play a couple playoff games. And then two days later, you've got, you know, like the sugar bowl or whatever. It's like, right. you're still playing that game afterwards. Like now you're going to have three meaningful games back to back to back on new year's day. I love it. Freaking totally love awesome. It. And from a, from a standpoint that if the team that I cover is in these games, it's going to be so much fun. It's going to be so much fun going to these games and the atmosphere around these games and all like going to Notre Dame stadium on the 20th of December and my hope is that it's a, you know, a Southern team that has to come up here. It's going to be awesome. It is going to be friggin' awesome. Now, a follow-up of sorts that, that DT Roll Hunter had uh, in there earlier, I wanted to, to kind of piggyback that with this. Do you think the prolonged playoff game series will decrease fan attendance for the title game? Three rounds is a lot to pay for. Do you think the title game will be the new Super Bowl? Now that part I do think is a possibility. Like I think that you're going to, you might not see as many quote unquote fans and it might become a little bit more corporate. I could definitely see that being the case uh, because it is a lot. That is a lot to, to ask a fan to potentially go to four games. Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, that that's a lot. Um, so I could see that being a problem. Now I don't think that they'll ever not sell out, but I will also say I went to the Fiesta bowl right? The, the Jack Cone Fiesta Bowl. The stadium was like three quarters full. Like it was a lot less full than I thought it was going to be. But it also wasn't a playoff game. Agreed. And that's and that, part of, that's what we're going to have to find out in this because right. even though you're adding more, more rounds and more games, as, as they say to go to, they but also they count more. for something. They yeah, mean more. Exactly. And so I think you're not going to have as much of an issue selling out. I really don't. I think, I think you're going to get more attendance in these Fiesta Bowls and Cotton Bowls. And I, I think you are going to get more attendance in those. Now, once you once the field starts to narrow and all of that, it may be a little bit, it may become more corporate in, for the national championship. And that's that's what, like, seeing that last sentence, will it become the new Super Bowl? I can definitely see, you know, like, even if, even if the fans don't go, They'll find a way, like you said. There are plenty of there are plenty of high rollers right. who want those tickets. Yep, and it could become a lot more corporate. You know, it's like corporations. You know, whoever companies buy up these tickets and and you know give them to clients and whatever else. Okay, sure. None of them. Nobody's going to care as long as there are booties in the seats. Exactly. You know, that's, that's what it's going to come exactly. down to. Exactly. 
I will be curious to see what that looks like. Yeah. Because it makes these New Year's Six games relevant again. Yeah. If I'm being honest. You you know, you have to decide. Some people are going to say, you know, like your Georgia and Alabama people, I'm sure are going to say, well, you know, we're not going to, you know, we're not going to go to those first couple games. We'll just wait for the semifinals and the championship and and that kind of stuff, you know. But, yeah, Yeah. it will – to Jason's point, it'll be sold out one way or the other. It's just yep, a matter of what kind of fan is sitting in the seats, I think. Yep. So ESPN executive Seth Markman says NFL draft guru Mel Kiper Jr. belongs in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Do you buy it or do you sell it? That's a huge buy. I mean, I, I, it's a huge buy. He, he has reinvented what the draft is. Uh, and I realize a lot of that has to do with you know, the TV and marketing and all of that. But with, with his mock drafts and, you know, all the stuff that he was doing, everything piggyback off of that, off of that. Uh, I, I trailblazer. He, yeah, yeah, 100%. He is, he revolutionized the draft and made it important. And now it's a, it's an event. I mean, you saw how many people were at the draft in Kansas City this past week. It's hundreds of thousands of people. Yeah. Like, it is an event. And... Yes, 100% he belongs in the Hall of Fame. 100%. I couldn't agree more. The guy's been doing it for 40 years, and he essentially created this position. You know, there's yep. there's a reason that that Bill Tobin was like, who the hell is Bill, you know, Mel Kuyper anyway? You know, that whole... <laughs> I've like, seen that clip. At that point, he was still relatively, relatively new to this. And he obviously, as, as Tobin pointed out, hadn't played and all those different things. But... You know, I guess like when Kuiper was still in high school, he went to Ernie Accorsi, who was the general manager of the Baltimore Colts. And like he had showed him, you know, all of his his draft scouting stuff. And of course, he was like, you should try to make a career out of this. And here he is. And now you've got, you know, literally hundreds and thousands of people copying him. And they obviously have a media wing of all the halls of fame. So absolutely, Mel Kuiper Jr. should be there. There's no reason. They yep. shouldn't be. Yep. And it's like, when you think about it, 40 years down the road, it's kind of surprising. Yes. There hasn't kind of been a push before this. Agreed. You know? Absolutely agree. I, I'm surprised it hasn't happened before this. I mean, I when I sat down and thought about it, I was like, wow, yeah, he's not in the Hall of Fame, is he? Like, some guys get in the Hall of Fame with a lot less of a resume than what Mel Kuyper has. Yeah. Off off the field. Off yeah. the field. Exactly. You know, like owners and things like that. Mm-hmm. Like. He had just as much influence on what the NFL is today than some of the owners that are already in there. Yeah. I mean, literally, like when he started doing this, it was you had maybe a couple other people like Dr. Z with Sports Illustrated. You know, he was doing some draft stuff and, you know, like guys at the sporting news and stuff like that. But there were very few. And that was back when the NFL, you know, like they were still doing it like in one room and it wasn't wasn't nearly the production. Oh, it it was in like a like a meeting room in a hotel. I yeah, mean, that's exactly. basically what it was, you know? Yep. 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 DT says wouldn't draft wouldn't be what it is without him. I agree. Um, fill in the blank. It's blank that a little league in New Jersey has implemented a new rule that a parent who argues with an umpire during a game has to volunteer to be an umpire for three games before being allowed back as a spectator. I love this rule. I love it. Now, you might get somebody that's not very good at it, obviously, who doesn't have the training or know the rules. And so you do have to kind of balance that out. But it is Little League. 
And so it's not as big of a deal as like a high school game. But these Little League umpires get way too much crap, frankly. Okay. Like, especially today, like when you see some of these extreme things that are going on, when people share the videos and stuff like that. I I love the fact that they're going to be putting people in this position because they need to know what it feels like to be back there calling balls and strikes and what it's like. I mean, I, I used to call, I used to umpire like my little brother's games. Like that's what little league, you know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. you have, you're a player, you know, the, the rules, like get back there. You know what I mean? I think it would be nice to see some parents have to do that. I, I think it's fantastic. Absolutely. And, you know, I'm not going to say that that I was always a saint when it came to umpires, but Little League, definitely. I, that, I was not like yeah. the, the parent that was piping up at Little League games. Let's put it that way. <laughs> it's terrible. Know? And that's and, and you just some of the stuff that you hear is just crazy. And I do remember, like a, a few years ago, I did a. Uh, I did. The, I, I umpired behind the plate. Remember when when the football team used to play the lo- the local law enforcement agencies oh, down yeah. at, at Four Winds Field in the charity yep. softball game. Yeah, yeah. So it was like me and a couple other local media people. I think it was like Pete Byrne and really? Allison Hayes from the TV stations. And I had told them when they asked me if I would be, you know, because they were asking, you know, media people, you know, it, to to be a guest umpire, and I'm like. Yeah, but I don't want to do home plate. <laughs> and so what did I get stuck with? Home plate. From that three. Neither one of yeah. the other two wanted to do home plate. Exactly. So I got home plate. Yeah. And it is definitely a different. No. Now, softball is a different perspective anyway, because it's you sure. know, like lobbing in there. And it's and that's and but, that's but like, like a I've got fun Chip, game. I've got like Chip Long, who's got his mock turtleneck and he's like staring me down from that. That was, you know, when he was. When he was doing it, but it was like he was the most intense of the whole crew. There were some cops that were pretty intense out there. I bet as they well. were. But, but yeah, that's you know, it was it was actually kind of fun. You know, like when when some of these other guys would get a little bit more intense, I'd joke with some of the football players and stuff like that. It's like, geez, come on, it's a charity <laughs> softball game. But you exactly. do get a different perspective when you yeah, have to you do, do that. Yeah, you, you definitely do. get a different. And I think that especially. You know, for for some of those parents who go overboard like mm-hmm. that, I think it's the perfect rule. Yeah, I do you know, too. Either that or just ban them, lifetime ban. Put your money you where your mouth it. is. Like you want to, you want to speak up. Here's the equipment. Have some fun. You know. Yep. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants—they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day. You're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. So we recently talked about the movie Gladiator, and a sequel is in the works. Scale of 1 to 10, how hopeful are you that the sequel will match the quality of the original. Uh, again, a one. I, I have... <laughs> look, Gladiator, in my opinion, is one of the best, and I will call it a sports movie out there. Yeah. Okay? And that's what From, we talked about, whether or not it was a sports movie. It, it is, number one. Number yes. two, it's one of the... like the, Just the pageantry of it. You know, back then, like, the, the special effects were really, really good. 
Okay, like recreating the Coliseum and and all of that, and the storyline was good. And look, Russell Crowe's an old man; he's dead in the movie, so you can't bring him back. So I just I I, I have a hard time with they, they. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that seventy five percent of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.